Get ready. It's time. Christina, Catherine, Lisa, Amy, and Lauren. Welcome to the Cimarelli Podcast. Hey, I'm Christina. I'm Catherine. I'm Amy. I'm Lauren. And, and we're Cimarelli. Welcome back to the Cimarelli Podcast. <laughs> hey, guys. Today, we are joined by our um, lovely associates, Ariel <laughs> and Will I Am. You pointed at me. I went that <laughs> way. Ariel? That side. I said Ariel and Will I Am. My arms are not that long, Christina. Okay, you guys know Ariel, right? You've Hello. seen her before? She's in it, made a couple videos. Yeah. Yep. She's our longtime employee. Employee of everyone. How long? Four and a half years. And friend oh. from Malibu. And then That's William's so not our friend. Yeah. <laughs> but we know him. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> we've, been, we've been working with William for how long? I don't know. Two, two years? years? Two Year years in June. Okay, two years in June. And he does audio, Anything. video. About it, right? Many things. Lighting, so, lots of stuff. Lighting, lighting. lighting. Oh yeah, we can't but forget about King that. But he's here today because he did the skin music video. Yeah. And you guys will know he's here. Actually, every podcast, but he's over. He's snickering there. in the corner every time. <laughs> you can't see him, but we can. We mm. can. So yeah. Um, what are we doing today? Today, as Christina said, we are talking all about the skin music video. I almost said musical. Anywho. <laughs> skin the skin, it, it, it really was a musical. The skin musical. We're going to be going through the whole thing. Um, and we're just going to explain all the sections, kind of what they mean and things that went into them. This might take 10 years. It might not. So strap in, buddies. So if you want to see the entirety of this wonderful episode, make sure you join us on Patreon and our lowest tier is $5 a month. And it is a great time, guys. So yeah, let's jump into the video. All right. So of course, we're going to start with the highs and lows of our week. And because it's going to be a pretty in-depth episode, we're just going to do more of like a lightning challenge. Oh, gosh. So we're going to be like, boom, boom, high and low. Move on. Okay. <laughs> okay, so who's got a high and a low? Go. Um, okay, my low is that I'm having a meltdown every single day. Um, mm. So that's pretty low for all involved. <laughs> yes. Literally all involved because it's not just me, unfortunately. And um, my high is that during one of my meltdowns, I went for a great drive. <laughs> and it was so much fun. So wow. yeah, I'm a simple guy. Lots of meltdowns lately. And I got to stop. Okay, I'll go. My high was over the weekend. I did a lot of fun things. Yeah. And my low is that yesterday I was sad. Oh. Okay, next. <laughs> <laughs> my high is also that over the weekend I did a lot of fun things. And my I was low, there. she was there. I you forgot both. about that. <laughs> oh. Fun. And my low was that I didn't sleep because of it. Yeah, mm. not right, not right. Um, my high was on Sunday. We had our entire family at my house, which Aww. is very rare. Oh, wait, that was so fun. Yeah, we I had them over for tacos for my husband's birthday. It was really fun. Um, well, everyone except for <clears throat> Christian. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, and, and oh, yeah. Danny. Christian and Danny couldn't be there, but they were in- Almost everyone. Yes. Almost everyone who's like local was there. So many people. Um, and then my low, I would just say um, filed it under existential crisis. Oh, I get mm-hmm. you. Yeah. Is that my? No, that's not my. <laughs> okay. <laughs> She's like, what if it's a cat? I could copy and paste cast, kind of. Um, that was a high. <laughs> Everyone, the whole fam, and watching her son and my son, Leo oh and Barrett. That was so precious. It, 
was wild. I was like, so oh my gosh, are we it. watching future BFFs unfold? They were just like, we were. I think we were. Oh, so it was, cute. I don't think I've seen him play like that with someone. So I was like. They were like that was cackling. So cool. Low. Let's, oh, I know. I don't know how to explain it. Let's see. Low. Um, Just like mental breakdowns, whatever. I think it's just doing too much stuff and not enough sleep, not enough rest. Too much mm-hmm. stuff for Nick and I combined so we both don't get to rest. And it's just like a snowball that ain't effect, right. right? That is yeah. not right. So bleh, we're all just kind of in that space right now because we're doing so much cool stuff. But it's like. And very ambitious. It's a lot of work. So we're all a little overwhelmed. Okay. So what's your <laughs> okay. high and low? See, high. I found uh, found a missing sock. I can now match my favorite socks. Oh, oh okay. Okay. that is a high. Okay. That's a high. And then okay. I have a vicarious low, which is that my girlfriend was driving home from work, stuck in traffic, and there was a guy behind her laying on the horn. <gasps> And she shot him a nasty look, and he got out of the car and tried to like <gasps> bash in her window. Just oh screaming my out. god! Yeah. Horrifying. That's Drop so dead on the scene. That's my nightmare. That's did right. she just like drive away? How did she get? So, uh, like one of those like not a party barge. What do you call it? The like trucks the that drive around buses? downtown. Like the, the party buses. Yeah. One of those like pulled out in front between them, so she could get away. Oh, that's that's good. really that's nice really them. scary. I'm Automatic no. That's why Tell I always send our look the other way when I can tell someone's mad. I just go like, Oh yeah, because they always yeah, want no. me to look at them too. They always want mm-hmm. you to look at them. Yes, you know? because they want that. They want to get more. Guys, this, this happened they to me yesterday. This truck, like, yeah, like, was like, what are you doing? And he like, <laughs> on his horn. I don't know what I did. I was stopping for someone trying to let them in, and he was like, "What are you doing?" And um, what are you doing? I just burst out laughing. <laughs> I was like, "Is that bad?" I was probably a pretty bad reaction. I was like, because <laughs> it was just such a big reaction that I was like, I was overwhelmed. Yeah, I used I to react that. too much, and then I realized it was a bad idea. Yeah. Like, it's like toddlers. Yeah, it's like toddlers. That's a good way. Yeah, of- yeah my dad's don't like, gauge. don't do that. It could be really dangerous. So I realized I Road can't rage. do it anymore. Mm-hmm. So thank goodness she is okay. That is yeah. crazy. That's scary. I will burst into tears, drop dead. I know. Because you're like stuck in your car. <laughs> that's what would happen. Oh, that's okay. right. Yeah, it's so scary. Okay, so um, be like, move, 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 honk, honk. <laughs> so you got to go to our Patreon where we have every full episode of the podcast. We post half of every other episode only on YouTube. So go check that out. All right, ladies and William, let's get into <laughs> the main topic, which is the music video. Okay, yeah. So we're gonna go section by section. It's, I think it's gonna be really interesting, right? I feel like we have more. I'm intrigued. We I have feel so like many things to say. We have more interesting stuff on this one than any music video we've ever done. Most of our past ones, even maybe even all of them, right? Yeah, there's just yes. a lot of different things. So that many are details being shown. I don't know. The, the Sad Girls Club toilet story was pretty. Oh, that, that one was, was pretty. pretty iconic. Iconic. I never even got to tell it on the podcast. That's oh amazing. man. Oh, yeah, we didn't do one about that. Okay, no. I think we should start with. <laughs> Let's say what each of our roles were. Okay, William. I feel like you know everyone's roles better than we do. What would you say everyone's roles were? Uh, so I guess I would be the cinematographer as I shot it. Okay, nice. great. You'd be, I would say basically everybody at the table is a producer of some sort. Mm. That um, was a group effort yeah. for sure. Yeah. I and would then say. would say that you directed and Lauren co-directed. And then. Um, on the scene. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You directed yeah. mine a lot. Mm. When you got there, Lauren is a director. Yeah. Ariel did most of the, like set and production design, making all the mm-hmm. cool doodads. Love it. Which was a lot for this video. Mm-hmm. And then Amy um, was like, we'll see. with her on that, right? Mm-hmm. On some of them? On yeah. most of it, yeah. Most of them? 
Okay. Team I feel like that? Amy also always kind of keeps the logistical train running. I do. Like oh. a bunch yes. of small things. Love it. I My nightmare, up. Amy does all those. <laughs> After we have every things. giant mess, I cleaned up all of them. You and it was did. fun because I hate messes. Amy does. We were talking about this before. Amy does very like physical things. I do mostly mental things. Yes. So I'm like this, think, 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 whatever, all this stuff. And then Amy's like getting, like handling all the physical stuff that is really important. So Amy's just running around doing everything. Literally. <laughs> Amy and Ariel were really Get like keeping, you were like keeping the train running, I would say. The first day I walked eight miles, um, no. according wow. to my phone. Oh wow. my gosh. <laughs> Just the lot. first day of shooting, Ooh. eight oh miles. That is a lot of fun. And then I guess I would Physical. say, because I don't know, I guess you guys know more about like the writing process, but I don't know how much the, how many of the lyrics did you write? Because yeah, I know you had like the original. Uh, she wrote memo. the majority of the song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And then also kind of like, I guess this makes sense with that, but like sort of moral compass of it, of like <laughs> redirecting us back towards like main message a lot. Yeah. So mm, yeah. yeah. The message police. I feel like I threw out random things. Like I was like, guys, we need these props for Christina's scene. Or like, mm-hmm. we need to do this thing for Amy's where like, we need the cross. And I kept like pounding it. Like, we need to do this. We need to do this. Was that in the production I don't even know what that was. It might yeah. be. It was just kind of yeah. detail. Like a, a creative producer. I yeah, guess. detail adder. Because yeah. that was I'm for go with that. producing the entire thing. Like, we were all just like doing a lot of meetings of all of us together going through everything. It wasn't just like one, two, whatever of mm-hmm. us. Like, we all were sitting at these meetings going through every detail together on everything so this was like very much a group effort and a collaboration like it was it was really great we all every single person's tail put so much into this oh yeah so that that's why we're all just so we're all just so proud of it and so excited about it because we put so much into it <laughs> they're gonna say that's where i'll so tired <laughs> I will mention that the episode before this is the episode where we go into depth detail on the yeah, that's what I meant to say. Yeah. On the songwriting. So if you want to see the whole story of the song and all that, we did go into that in that video. So that um pocket substance. Check that out. All right, so shall we start? Let's yeah. jump into this. So Let's we got in. the intro of the song. So what's what's the meaning? We'll go meaning and then details. Wait, are you saying the intro meaning like the spoken word thing? Oh, uh, oh, that's good. Oh. oh, I forgot about that. Wait. I didn't know. I just wanted to know what you meant by the intro, because I would say all of it's in one thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. They know the meaning of the spoken word. I would hope. Yeah. 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 I hope you tell them. Right. Okay. So it's like the spoken word, and then the oh, it goes oh, into the song. Oh, oh, right. All that. That's the intro. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> I love it. Betsy's watching the camera. <laughs> she just went. <laughs> it's funny because now I know what it's like to be me, like them seeing me. Wait, I should say, like, oh no, Betsy's our sister-in-law. She's behind the camera, yeah, and she queen. she designed the, the artwork, artwork for yeah! Skin. Yeah, so yeah. pretty cool. Oh, Love it. Pretty Love cool. It. Okay, so that intro. Was there any meaning we need to say? Um, <laughs> I don't. I think you guys get the meaning, so we should just go to the details. Well, you could also just say like, I think William wrote half of it, and I wrote the other half. Is that right? Did I write any of it? I made like suggestions at some point. But I don't know. If... But that thing who in the wrote end, it? How okay. the things are layered. Oh yeah, I feel yeah, like you came up with that. You wrote a piece. You sent a piece, and then I took it and then pieced together and added a few things and changed okay, a few yeah. things. So and it was like a, us three. Okay. It was a collab. Yeah. So that was cool. Okay. So here's some questions. Whose skin did we use? My oh, yeah, I was wondering arm. that. You know. <laughs> Full on yeah. display. More than I know. Who's the skins in the intro? Yeah, basically them two. Oh, Amy yeah. I, I, I did recognize my cricket finger. 
Um, the needles was my um, blood thinner from pregnancy two years ago. <laughs> is that two years? Yeah. So that's interesting. I saved. I still have it. I didn't really save it. I just didn't dispose of anything yet. So just in my bathroom. So cool, cool. I was like, maybe we'll helpful. use this for something. I mean, and we did. In the hands passing was Ariel and me. The hands? You were the hands? I had a glove on. I didn't yep. know that. Wow. Why do I not Sick. remember that? Because we were delusional. We were, you guys remember we that? that. That was like the <laughs> very last thing that we filmed. I was just sitting there taking it in. It was funny. Amy <laughs> sat yeah. under Lauren's chair and... Well, that's... That's the I'm first kind of into the first verse. I messed that up in the notes. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Um, I feel like that's about it for the intro. Let's go to the next yeah, part. It's not the deep. Okay, so first verse. This is when we're all... Each of us has our like our own little thing in like the whitish grayish room, right? Mm-hmm. Um, what is the meaning of us sitting there? Well, pressure. Did, yes. Did William come up with this part? Did you? I don't remember who came up with it. I have no I don't idea. Pla- it was so long ago at this point. Stuff? I thought he did. So long ago. I just remember seeing the treatment and being like, well, oh. I, I know, know you guys definitely had the like inspiration pictures and artwork of like plastic surgery stuff uh, or like, yeah. yeah. Oh, Fair yeah. Make up people swarming you, all that kind of thing. The pressure to change yourself to the current beauty standards that are ridiculous, impossible, blah, blah, whatever. This mm-hmm. is spo- that's what it's supposed to be. And also, um, so it's it's in different ways. It's like um, the pressure to like change your face to all the current trends and whatever's supposed to be, quote, acceptable. And then change your face, change your body. And then Amy's is like buying stuff like... Um, consumerism Consumerism. yeah consumerism um there was like shapewear in that it's like just how you have to fit into this impossible mold that you're never going to fit into so it's just that constant pressure you feel um to be something that you're not and you never will be that is wrong to put on every and expensive yeah wrong and expensive people will become broke there's way Whatever. too much, yeah, there's way too much pressure. And addicted. Um, yeah, we really wanted to get that across, specifically the pressure on women to to, to conform to standards. Okay, so on Amy's, um, like, shapewear in her part, um, Ariel made these tags that you guys don't see, but we need to read them in this, like, read one of them and tell them what it says, because she, like, custom made these. I know. And they're really funny. Okay, so... My inspiration was kind of Sad Girls Club video inspiration of like the 1950s housewife toxic messaging situation. So um, the name of the company, Catherine named it. It's called You Covered. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Um, So one of the tags says, tight tummy. As women, your goal should be to look perfectly snatched and under control at all times. Ate a big meal? Nobody should know. Had a child? You should look like you had liposuction. This short will be your secret weapon when it comes to looking desirable. Ooh. That's really That's Yeah, wild. I was like cackling when she was sending us all these things. I was, was cackling. It was so Ariel's funny. creativity was flowing. Love that. We get to the pre. So this is where we see Lauren. So the whole time we see her... Um, and I feel like people might want to like the meaning of this one. If you were talking about it, it's like a double meaning. Yeah. So this one, yeah, it is a double meaning because it's like the perfect face on one half and then the like spe- smeared makeup on the other half. So like the first meaning is just like trying to look like you have everything together when it's like you don't, you're like falling apart on the inside. But then also it's 
representing SA with like the smeared makeup and trying to like act like everything's fine when you're so like broken from that happening to you. It's like a physical thing of like physically being smeared, but then also like as if that's, yeah, as if it's emotionally smeared behind the scenes of your brain really. So it's those two things, which is interesting. I really, I love that part. I feel like it's so powerful. The pre's are just Mm -hmm. like, they scared me. They really Even did. though everyone told me I looked like the Joker when we were filming. I, like, okay. I didn't say that. <laughs> it was probably her. I didn't say it. No one said it. I wasn't trying to be mean. I thought it was it supposed was to look like theatrical. I wasn't trying to it be mean. It is kind of. I, I was like, it looks so okay, okay, good. It's not that deep. So we have the first chorus. So this is where we're like fighting off and like, ah, and it's like, oh, 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 Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this is where I would say it symbolizes like, you're like, the pressure is on you. Everyone's trying to change you is kind of what's happening there. They're like, you need to look like this. You need to be like that. You need to change this, change that. This is unacceptable. That's wrong, blah, blah. And you're like, no, I don't want to be forced into this. I don't want to be changed. I want to be myself, basically. I want to love and accept myself. And we're like trying to break out of that. But it's like society, the beauty um, industry. I don't know who else we can blame. All these other people. <laughs> Um, those are the people that are like the hands, basically, I would say. They're trying to be like, no, you need to listen to me and conform to these changing, sorry, these changing standards <laughs> that are always different trends that you can never keep up with because they're always changing. Just look at eyebrows is a great example. Yeah. Which I keep, I keep seeing thin eyebrows recently. I know they're coming back. Scary. No, no, no. And they no. had scary. the thickest eyebrows for a second there. Anyway, just saying, <laughs> just saying, if you, um, yeah, good luck to you if you got rid of your eyebrows or if you got like an eyebrow transplant, I don't think it's a thing, but if you did and it's all thick, good luck to you then because now it's thin. <laughs> See what I'm saying? <laughs> See it? You're right. You're right. Um, so okay. I'm saying. So yeah, I don't think there's much to say in that part. There's a lot more in the rest of the video, I feel like. Yeah. yeah a lot more details. Sure. I feel like there was a lot of like choreography that went into like, oh my God. What's yeah, happening there was with a the lot. hands? That's and I also true. thought it was funny that most of you were like, no, 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 like hit me, grab me, or whatever. <laughs> like, which yeah, helps for getting true. in the headspace, but because it know. helped a lot. Well, because she's being yeah. too gentle. I'm like, if I'm trying well, to like push you away, yeah. you can't be like. Right. It comes back to I didn't want to hurt you guys, even no, though I, I knew know, what we were I going know, for. But I think now that I've seen it, it, it looks yeah. really it's easier to react to when it's more forceful. Yes, definitely. We were like, you, you pull, you grab, you put your hand here, blah, blah, blah. It was very choreographed. We were counting, yeah. staring at each other from across whoever we were filming with to figure it all out. Yeah, that's interesting. Okay, so we go into the second verse. Well, wait, then there's the oh, whoa section, though, mm. which is a yes, little yes. different. Yes. Where that's like the lighting changes and yes. it kind of gets closer on us, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's and slow-mo. it's like... That's supposed to be like the interior world of you like screaming for help of how you feel with all of that pressure on you. Yeah, it's like on the outside, you look, may look um, all great because you just got, you put all this effort into your appearance and it's like, oh, you look better. You must be happier. It's kind of like the implication there. Mm -hmm. You look good. You must feel great. You must like feel happier than if you hadn't looked like this. But then it's like, you're really screaming on the inside. Like, I I don't want to be under all this constant pressure. Like, why can't it be enough? to just have my lips how they are? Why can't Mm -hmm. I just have my body be how it is? Why do I have to look like I never had a child? Why is that illegal in your world? Why can't I age? Why am I allowed to get older? Stuff like that, you know? Mm -hmm. Anyway, so let's go to the second verse. 
<laughs> Second verse. Um, so we each have our vignettes. It's not a word. I was going to say that's William. Yeah, that's William. It's probably maybe it's like some. I don't know. Is that a technical thing or is that a you thing or a both? No, uh, it's a or a film that's a thing. No, I'm just asking. It's, it's like kind of a technical thing. I felt like it was a kind technical thing, but thing. I didn't know if it was. <laughs> okay, it's not a word that I would um, use, but I'm using it because he always use that to describe it. So just just know that. So. <laughs> Just know it. Yeah. If you're like, why is... Just know it. Okay, whatever. Okay, so each of us has different one. We'll go through each one. Um, So mine was postpartum depression. Hopefully you could tell. I I feel like I wouldn't have known that um, when I was younger. I wouldn't have known that. Yeah, if you're like a young kid watching this, I feel like it would be kind of confusing. You just feel like, oh, she's having a hard time. Yeah. Yeah. And she has a baby. baby. Or they'd be like, why is she sad when she has a baby? Mm. Yeah. Yes. So mine was postpartum depression. Something I experienced... Both times after I gave birth, aka postpartum. And interesting thing was we used um, my real hospital bracelet. I still had it mm. from Tristan. So that was kind of cool. I was wearing that. And then I also used the real hospital like blanket and beanie on that baby. That was the real one from, I can't remember if it was Tristan's or Barrett's, but it's from one of theirs, their births. And Kath and I, brought um a bunch of stuff from our real postpartum experience and oh yeah i felt bad because i thought of that the last minute and i could see ariel's panic ariel's like you want to add more props <laughs> and i was like no no no. i will i will take care of it I will put <laughs> and it she all, did i'll put it all together i put it in a basket she grabbed it on the way and i yeah. and then i p- took it home it was like the day that i was going to set <laughs> yeah, up i felt scene. bad but i was like we need this no it, but was it worked so good. out it, it was totally worth it, it and it all worked so out good. but in the moment i was like I was so glad that you thought it was literally the last second. She's like, hey, guys, let's add in like 50 different things. But <laughs> but I was like, you're right. We weren't going to have anything. I don't know why I didn't think of that in the room. So we added in our real stuff. And I feel like, don't you feel like that made it so much better having all that oh, stuff? Yeah, I'm like, sure. what would we have done if we didn't have that? It looks so much better with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was cool that it was all just real stuff. Like none of it was like I literally just grabbed thing. my like bottles and all this baby stuff that I had upstairs. There's like a pump. In there, a pump, um, part of the pump. Did she put that in? Yeah. Baby blanket. Shout out yeah, to all the pumping moms. Yes. I see you. Been there. I can't really say that. I pumped like twice, uh, but I, pumped I hear that it is absolutely exhausting and like draining to the core. To the core, yeah. The is. few times I did it, I was like, I do not love this. So mm. shout out to you. Dedication if you if you had to pump a lot. Okay. Um, oh. Symbolism. Okay, <laughs> here's the thing, guys. So there was a, shall we say, mobile, mobile, mobile. mobile. We how do you pronounce? We haven't agreed on it. We, we looked no this clue. up and found it's like more of like a regional thing, I guess. Like we didn't know how to pronounce how to pronounce M O B I L E. It's the thing that hangs over a crib and it has toys. Like little things. Mobile? What would you say? I think it's mobile. That's oh, mobile, mobile. Wait, I misspoke. Mobile, because I feel like no. mobile and mobile are like if something can move. I was gonna say mobile. It does move. Though. Yeah, it, it does. Move. It should move. It does move. It does so move. it's a mobile. Yeah. I don't mobile. know. Who could yeah. ever know? Mobile, See, that mobile. just feels Baby the most M. wrong. M. Yeah, every time we had to say like, oh, so how's the mo- spinning mo- thing working? Airline back and forth like the yeah. The crib decoration. We need to talk about the four things on that. So. I, Whose idea? That was that your. I that picked was these. Such out. a cool idea. I think you had the idea of doing it, and then I picked the things. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. He had a really cool idea for you. Didn't you say the the 
the original one was um a big one, right? That was over. Yeah, it was huge. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, oh make out of plywood. Cool. Yeah, uh, one over me. A I didn't want to say the word. A mobile over me, which is such a cool idea. We just didn't know how we were going to pull that off, so we got one um, with. Sim- symbolic stuff on it. So here are the four things. So we did a tape measure, which I would say when I was picking, I was thinking like, it's like, I don't measure up number one, but also the physical measurements of how your body is different postpartum. So feeling like you don't measure up and noticing how different your body is postpartum. Then there was the cup, which was poured out. So it's like, I'm pouring from an empty cup. I'm empty. I poured everything oh. out. I've given everything. Ah. I feel like there's nothing left to give. Then there was the clock, the clock. And that was just like, I don't feel like I have enough time. Time is running out. Um, it's just like, you just feel like you can never get enough time as a mom. It's like, cause you're caring for your children 24 seven. It's like, I have no time for me anymore. So time, a big thing. And you're constantly watching the clock. When did I last feed? When did they wake up from their nap? When's their next nap? When's the blah, blah, blah. What? On and on and on and on. Just a lot of watching the clock. Was there another one or was it a toy? Um, it was the pill bottle. The pill mm. bottle. So that was... That was representative of medication, right? For, well, it's going to be a few things. Number one, you t- often take medication postpartum because um, you may have a lot of pain. Um, I was sent home with some strong medication. I didn't actually take it because I was like scared. So I was just sitting there in a lot of pain. But you can be sent home with medication and also could symbolize um, like depression, antidepressants, depression, medication as well, or anxiety. Another thing, postpartum anxiety. So that, I think that's all the, the things from mine that were pretty interesting. Yeah. Um, Lawrence. Mm-hmm. What? Mm-hmm. what? What? Oh, I think, uh, okay. yeah, I think the stuff with the mirrors is oh, yeah. Yeah. Wait, partly. That's cool. Are we touching on that later though? Oh wait, when but that's in the later it? section. So we can wait till then. We're going section. Right? Well, section. Moot, but the shots of you reflected in the mirrors are all in this section. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. Go um, on, go on. Which I feel like it's partly like, you know, like self-image her body image stuff. I just clapped under the table. Sorry. Um, and then also I think there's a little bit of like, to me, it felt like being suddenly like secondary in your own life. Mm. Like you're no longer, like you aren't the most important thing in your life once you have a child. So oh. yes. you're like a reflection. So oh, symbolic. I love it. Everything so we, many symbols. Everything for this video, we're like, ooh, this could symbolize this. You can literally just pause this. every frame of this video and be like, symbol, symbol, symbol. Yeah. yeah. There was a... There's so, so many. We got into our symbols, guys. So, Lawrence. So, the meaning... The meaning. The meaning was essay. Yeah. That's the like the portrayal of this vignette. Um, it was in a barn. Yeah, which I think I don't think I thought of this when we were initially doing it, but I thought of it afterwards how like it felt like like we didn't just do it in like a room in a house. It was yeah. in like a remote location, yes. which I think Ooh. symbolized isolation yes. actually. Yes. And then like being alone in the room isolation. Um and then the black handprints. Those, I mean, I think it's pretty obvious, but also I think that symbolizes two things, which number one is like kind of feeling like tainted and like marked and like this is just who I am. This is me. Like Mm -hmm. you look at yourself and that's what you see. Mm. But then also like situations where it's like everyone knows what happened and you feel like that's all people see when they look at you is like you're marked and like especially situations where it's like everyone knows what happens and people blame you or see you as like... Less than because of that. Also for the hand prints, 
um, it's interesting because it's like this in it's like pain is normally not something you can like see emotional pain. Sometimes you can, but you know, that's like an, an invisible thing, but it's like we're putting this visible thing on this invisible thing. Mm-hmm. So I think that's interesting that you're mentioning that because it's like the mark there's like the mark that's left on you that people either it's like can't see and can't see. It's like they can't mm-hmm. see how much pain or how much you've been hurt or what's happened to you, but also they all they see is this thing that you don't want to remember that people may be shaming you about or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I think, yeah, that part is very powerful and it it yeah. just it even just hurts just to look at that. It does. Yeah. Just to look at the handprints just really hurts because it's such a reminder of something that is invisible normally mm-hmm. that we're putting this like visible aspect we're adding that into it and i think that's really important for a lot of people um to see who have experienced this i think to feel seen also in a way mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. about something that is so like invisible mm-hmm. so what was the other thing you were and then say? i think the last thing about it is like the trash on the floor oh. where it's kind of like dirty and grimy and i think that kind of represents like how you feel about yourself and feeling like worthless, used, discarded. Oh. Like I am oh. just like trash because that's how someone treated me. Just like mm. I'm among the trash. I am just, oh, I yeah. Just oh, I just can't. It's so sad. The, on a lighter note, the window behind you oh, mm-hmm. yeah. was from it's Sad from Girls Club. Girls Club. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is weird. It's one of the ones we hung in like the living room. Also, when we did the handprints, that was Ariel putting ah. it on me. And all that she's like doing the one on my neck. She's like, I'm so sorry. I have to do this. I'm so sorry. And I was like, just stop Ariel. talking about yeah. it. I don't want to think about it. Just do I'm it. I'm so sorry. Oh. We love empathy. Oh, yeah. That was that is a rough well, one. Amy didn't even come in and look at it. No, you I stayed. She was not I was like, well, I had a lot of work to do cleaning up after no, you. No, but you didn't yeah. want to look. Oh, so I helpful. also was like, I don't want to look. Well, at yeah, this. and I like, didn't I want, want a bunch this. of spectators. Yeah, I kinda... knew that that should not be spectated. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. That, yeah, that was an interesting Respect. thing. Yours and mine, it's like felt weird to have anyone like watching. Yeah, like funny. everyone who was in the room feel weird to have people watching. It's a little weirder. Yeah, yeah, because everyone in the room especially on those was very like quiet, quiet and like not making jokes we're, like we're like guys we really need to like yes yeah and not have like extra people in the room and to really like get yeah. into the feeling yeah and when i feel you know i make jokes so i so have to be there making Wait. jokes also yeah. i forgot to say that we made a playlist for yours before we oh, started yeah. filming the beginning i kept being like we need a different song we need this song i need to keep <laughs> music going the whole time so I didn't come out of it and start making a bunch of jokes. Yeah. <laughs> and I didn't really like smile at the time. I was just like, it's hard. She stayed. trying to not do it because I was then going to get into making jokes mode. So it's exactly. like, don't do that. Don't make yeah. jokes or else you're not going to be able to stay in the emotion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, let's go to Kath's. You want to talk about the meaning of yours? Yeah. I'm trying to think, was that, was that your idea, the visual aspect of it? Or was it? I don't, I don't I think it was a group. Really was think it a group so. thing? Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't for, remember where that originated from. I just wanted to give credit wherever that belongs. But mine was basically supposed to be visual. Well, there's multiple layers to mine, but the core of it, it's a visual representation of like an eating disorder, Mm -hmm. which is something that I've personally battled with for 10 years. And I really wanted that in the video because I think that's such a huge part of the song, especially in the first Mm -hmm. verse. And body image in general, even if you don't have a full-blown eating disorder or had one, I think that that's something that a lot of people can relate to is just feeling Mm -hmm. like 
all people. Yeah, everyone. I would, I would say most people. Yeah, like really uncomfortable in your body or just it's not good enough. You're always striving. That was something that I really like wanted to come across. I feel like we talked about this a few times in like mm-hmm. meetings. Like there was a few ideas for scenes of like, oh, I'm like sitting and reading a diet book or whatever. And I was like, no, no, I want my scenes to be very action oriented because I think that's very representative of an eating disorder. Yeah. That And also mm. just body image in general that you have this like anxious energy of constantly striving and like mm-hmm. so I'm like on the exercise bike in mine I'm like sorting foods like there's like action in mine because it just felt more appropriate for that yeah, yeah. A really I, good point. yeah I actually like emotionally shut down as soon as I walked in the room which is kind of weird because it was kind of lighthearted. like Ariel did an amazing job on all the props and there's all these like diet pill bottles there's all these books and they all have like t- like she made all the tiles and stuff and they, a lot of them are very funny and lighthearted. But it is like a very serious thing, oh, yeah. you know, like it's it's funny. Like I was trying, I was making jokes at the end because I was so uncomfortable. But in the beginning, I like immediately was like, oh my gosh, like I, sorry, like I just like felt like I was back in my old mind mm. in a way. And I just like, yeah. I just had to like sit there and like just kind of stare into space because I was like, I can't like this is really, I knew it was going to be really hard for me to be in that scene. But I didn't know that it was going to be that hard. It was really, really hard for me. Um, mm-hmm. So I just kind of sat on the exercise bike and I was just kind of like trying to like zone out because I was really triggered <laughs> the whole time. But then in the end, I just kind of just was disassociating a little bit and just started like making jokes more um, just to kind of get through it. But um, yeah, I hope that that scene is really um powerful for anyone. I, I feel like people that have had eating disorders or maybe are currently in that will immediately know exactly. Mm-hmm. Did, I, I, did I say, should I talk about the, this food sorting thing? Yeah, you can talk mm-hmm. about it. Yeah, because I, so that was actually one of my ideas, um, like a visual representation of orthorexia, which is like the main part mm-hmm. of my eating disorder, which is like ob- obsession with clean eating and mm-hmm. like to the point where it's like takes over your mind. So the part you'll see in the video is pretty quick, but I thought of that part. It was like a visual representation of orthorexia, which is like my main eating disorder, I guess. Um, And I'm sitting on the floor and there's like food on different sides. One is like good foods. I kind of wanted more words, but we just kind of did good and bad. But like, you know, safe foods are on one side. That's like, you know, quote, healthy foods. And then the other side of the line is unhealthy, bad, you know, foods, whatever. And then I'm sitting there and you can't see this, unfortunately, in the in the video, but I'm holding a bar of dark chocolate and I want it to be dark chocolate because I was like, I feel like this is a great example of the mind of an eating disorder where you're like, is this food good or bad? It has health benefits, but it also has sugar. Ah, uh, what do uh-huh. I do? And you're just like mm-hmm. wrestling yourself. Yeah. So I, it feels like weird because I feel like in the video, it just looks like I'm holding a chocolate bar and someone might be like, well, why would you be? I don't know. But hopefully if someone sees that, I maybe they would get it. I think if you know, yeah, you know. If you know, you know. But yeah, that part was really... Also, the part that... Um, that they'll see it where the pill bottles. I thought that was really cool how mm-hmm. we, you shot that with like the pill bottles falling. Talk about like what you did for the, that. I can Wait. talk about it. It's in the corner. later. When you're dumping them out. When I was dumping them on the ground and he had that cool lens and he was on the yeah. ground like going up. That was really cool. The start of the second Yeah, that's chorus. in the chorus. So we can oh, is that in the we'll chorus? Get to it. Yeah. Oh, I thought that we'll was get to it. So on the pill bottles, you want to say some of the... Um, labels that you made i'd be honored oh out of books, all please. of i can yeah. do some of the books out of all the labels they were the most um just like subtle but i totally burned myself hot gluing them on yeah <laughs> real champ. i thought i was taking glue off my finger but it was skin mm. oh my gosh so oh my the first one i made was called skinny pro 
And the RX number Sorry. is the date skin came out. So I think oh, that's kind of oh, fun and cool. Gosh. And then the instructions say, take three capsules by mouth a day until your waist reaches 23 inches. <laughs> oh, I love it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and then another one, this one's just smile mine. And the RX is the same, but a different year. And then it says, take five capsules by mouth a day for an always smiling face. Oh, I love it. <laughs> and we sorted all the pills by color. And then you couldn't because, even see it because the <laughs> labels covered all I'm so of them. You couldn't even I see told it. you guys that was gonna happen. You still did it. I don't know why you didn't. Listen, I must have missed that. I was like, you it. won't see this with the labels. You won't see oh, it. No, that I knew. I knew, but I was like, but William wants me to sort them, so I will sort them. And I sorted them, and then I was like, I'm not I, doing it anymore. I twisted some of the bottles. Yeah, so you can see I, on the it wasn't that and long that, to sort them, but I was like, but it was. I was just annoyed. Blue, pink. Oh my gosh. There's so many too. We have the books. I'll just oh, read a couple. Books. Fat Be Gone. And you and Lord and I sat there sticking them on with tape in the living room. <laughs> 10 pounds in 10 days. Oh, that is wild. I swear that's a real article right there. I'm pretty sure it is. No, it's more like 50 pounds in one yeah. minute. Oh, well, <laughs> it's like we, Women's World Magazine or whatever in the grocery store. So true. Conceal Don't Feel, Why Elsa Knows Best. Oh, I love it. <laughs> Get Skinny Quick. <laughs> Big smile, small waist. <laughs> and then people are commenting a lot on the Hit the Quan book. I have a couple inside joke, like Sim Fam ones in there. Oh, I love it. Um, and that's the one that's been getting the most comments so far is Hit the Quan. And then we also have You're Not Worth It, You Are Not oh. Enough, Ooh, Do Not Believe sad. in You. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's like the anti Sim Rally title. That's, that's like wild. a real Do book not. title of Believe yeah. in You. Do <laughs> Not Believe in You. That was wild. Okay, that's a good cool. one. That really added a lot. It. That was cool. Interesting. That was fun. So then we have Amy's. Yes, we do. What's the meaning of yours? Well, the meaning is um, we are trying to physically what? explain, not explain, what is the word? Represent. Uh, represent, Express, yes, portray. a visual representation of anxiety. So basically, <laughs> we set out, we set sail. William and I, we set sail on an adventure to figure out how to portray our minds, basically. Oh. And we came up, well, we all, I kind of was like, I can't hear. I was mad tricked, so I just, like, couldn't hear. So we, like, came, we then, who could ever know, came up with the idea that the best way to physically represent it, like, the, the pressure of being on top of everything and feeling like you have to be perfect all the time was to kind of build this whole thing with all these boxes and these trash and like different or not trash but like papers. a ton of different papers and mail yes and like magazines to-do lists clocks. and reminders and clocks Phones. And we took all Makeup. these like clocks and timepiece things like we had like a we had a what is sand like the sand timer just dial? randomly sitting sand. in the room? And I was like, this would be perfect. I, love the sand I went and found all of our little clocks in the room and we put them all on the desk, which is not like it wasn't scary, but it was a little scary sitting on there because I was like, there's so much stuff. I don't know. Mm. <laughs> I was I literally know. I've never been more <laughs> triggered by a setting in my life because it was so messy. My, mm. like, the OCD gods were really striking. They were really lightning. winning. I was sitting there and I was like, I See, that's interesting that I you're, need to get cleaned. Your scene I need to get was like cleaned. perfectionism, but it was a messy scene. That's yes, really interesting. Yes, because it's so messy. The mind of a perfectionist is an absolute mess. Nightmare. It's a mm. hoarder's house. Mm. True. And I feel like 
it was also extremely easy in a way because I just got to be how I always feel. So mm-hmm. I was like, this is, takes all the pressure off because usually I feel a lot of pressure to not act how I feel because I feel like that. But I got to act how I feel in that scene. So I was like, okay. That actually makes it easier because I can just be how I am instead of having to force myself to do a bunch of mental gymnastics to not feel like that, mm. you know. Do you so say it's like nice. the pressure, like all the stuff there's like the pressure to get everything yes. done, be everything, be perfect, blah, blah, blah. Yes. It's to like, like look there's perfect. There's like some makeup. Yeah, there's yeah like- I had to do my makeup and think, I look so ugly. I look so ugly. I look so ugly. I was like, yep. Nah. Mm-hmm. What? It was very, well, I was like, yeah, that happens. I'm like, mm. That's more my like mental makeup is when I was <laughs> Well, that's basically what it was. Yeah. This yeah. was your mental makeup. Yeah. And the yeah. juggling phones was such a cool idea. I loved mm-hmm. that. Uh, yeah. I feel like that was like trying to be there for everyone all the time, trying to like, oh, you need this, you need that, you need that. Okay. I'm here. I'm yeah. here. I'm here. Do you have anything to add us? I feel like you understand this um, setting better than me. I mean, I, some I of the like, least, I don't. Uh, is cameo the right word for it? But there's like, a little bit there's of stuff. Cameos. Oh, oh. yeah. There's the lots of details yeah. in Amy's. So many people details. are gonna miss. Yeah. So many details. A lot of crazy mantras written over and over again on paper. Yeah, uh-huh. Ariel made individual magazine covers. Oh, those are each funny. one of us. All of us. One of Chad. One of Lisa. Lisa Barrett. One of, Barrett, one of William, William. One of her. And they're all under the title Money Magazine. (laughs) I was cracking myself up at 8 a.m. on a Monday, just photoshopping all of these together. (laughs) And then we like stuck them on a bunch of Betsy's magazine. (laughs) Which I'll put these on Patreon. You'll yes. get the exclusive on the map. Yeah, we okay. should just upload all I feel like we'll give like, them everything. Yeah, yeah, we could just put all the like paper stuff on there. They can just yeah. peruse. You'll yeah, that would be really cool albums. for you guys to see. That would be really there's fun. literally dozens and dozens of pieces of paper. So many. That you won't see. Yeah, we had to we get it all on. printed at the home, not the home, the office at depot. the office depot. <laughs> we got it printed at the home depot? No, <laughs> at office depot. <laughs> okay, should we go to second pre then? Yeah. 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 There's not really much to say of the second pre. It's just depression. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You guys get the meaning. It's pretty pretty easy to tell. Yeah. That's pretty easy one. Let's go to second course. So we have meaning of the mirror thing. You want to talk about that? My mirror part in second course? Yeah. Um, That was your idea. Yeah. I've always, I mean, like, I don't know. Mirrors are cool, which is kind of a silly thing to say. But I think one of the coolest things about mirror is that they reflect light. I mean, that's how they work, right? It's like Mm -hmm. when you're seeing your reflection in the mirror you're seeing like the light bouncing off of the mirror and so the idea of like using the mirrors to light a dark place um like the reversal of taking whatever is like weighing you down and instead using it to lift yourself up like rebuilding yourself image mm. I, I love that i didn't even know that it was like putting, <laughs> i didn't know that was the lights like going like bounce bounce and then it's like oh, go on me so cool. and it's kind I of like it. putting the like focus back on yourself as because especially like as a mom especially in postpartum depression as a mom you can like completely abandon yourself and it's easier to do when you have a baby because you have something to focus on 24 mm-hmm. 7 so you can just completely forget anything uh, yeah, to do anything for yourself. I remember at one point when I was, this never happens to me. I know this happens to a lot of people in their depression in general, but this never happens to me where you realize like, I haven't brushed my teeth or showered and it's been a couple days. That has never happened to me ever in my life. I will always brush my teeth and shower, but that happened to me in postpartum with Barrett. And I was like, this is not right. This is not normal. This is not me. So that's kind of an example of how you can just 
Yeah, just not do anything. Not think about yourself, not do one thing for you. So that mirror part was like, I'm putting the focus back on me, which is a really important part for healing in postpartum depression. Mm. Then we had Amy knocking over everything. That was fun. <laughs> Until I had to look at it afterwards. <laughs> but while I was doing it, that was really fun Until to like, look knock at things over and feel like getting getting my anxiety out was really fun because I feel like it's such a physical feeling. Mm. Oh, yeah, so the, like be able to destroy things was like a really good outlet for it. The meaning for all of them together was kind of the same thing, which was just that we were all kind of we're in, we're like in our, I don't know, what would you say, like trauma, yeah. toxic, mm-hmm. whatever it is, um, during the verse and the pre, I guess. And then in the chorus, we're like breaking out. It's kind of like, in a way, it's hope, but it's also like just expression in general. Because mm-hmm. well, it's hope, like starting to empower yourself of like, like I don't wait a have minute. to do this. It's impa- empowering. Yes. Yeah. That's what it is. You're like, wait a minute. And you're like, you're taking an action that is contrary to like where you were, like, um, sinking into the grave basically mm-hmm. the depths of darkness the ditch on the side of the road doggy padding in the toilet oh, padding in the toilet as i like to say <laughs> it was it, basically that and you're like wait a minute i don't belong here that's kind of what the chorus is that moment you're like mm-hmm. wait a minute cuz that's kind of how it goes right where you're like you're in the depths of your depression or whatever it is and you have this moment where you're like wait a minute it's normally not something that happens to you it's normally like you realize you have to have maybe something happens and then you realize but the realization has to happen to get out of these things yeah if you never have the realization you just kind of stay in that same place forever that's at least my experience every time i've come out of a very dark place it's i have this realization yeah also kind of it's the physical representation of having to tear everything down in order to rebuild from a healthy place Mm. you have to tear down all the stuff that you've accrued over the years mentally and physically sometimes and I think the symbolism of my section there oh, was specifically about like finding your voice speaking up when you've been like voiceless. And yes. like we specifically chose the lyrics, um, I'm more than hurt, I'm seen and known, or you are more than hurt, seen you're seen and, and known. known. You're more than what's under your clothes, like to mm. really like scream that part. And that's when we turn on like the big fan with the wind machine to kind of show oh, like it. how powerful that is to actually like empower yourself and find your voice in that situation Mm. yeah and too a detail in that is we put her handprints on at the beginning of the day and we never touch them up so you watch them fade throughout the day as Mm -hmm. she kind of like gets her voice Mm -hmm. and goes through to the freedom and breaking free is that the handprints slowly like become kind of like crumbly looking almost Mm. and like dusty that's Mm -hmm. cool which i feel like was cool that's that's yeah that's all your same thing and we're all just yours and hers are actually kind of similar because mm-hmm. you're also like yelling out in yours is that the part where i throw the pills mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. Yep. oh yeah that was cool. I love you it. yeah uh, yours are are similar in a way it's interesting because they're yeah. not the same it thing was like all, we're we're accessing anger i feel yes. like yes yeah and yes. anger i think a lot of people especially women it's like we're discouraged from feeling anger but but you a, should be a mad. lot of times yeah. you, if Get there's mad. been an injustice <laughs> in your life your body yes. you know to you or just in all these different ways you need to access anger to fight mm-hmm. and like find and freedom. to heal yeah. yeah yeah it's a good thing not that you should get stuck in anger because that can become bitterness, but like you need to feel it to move through and find freedom. So it's getting express it. Yes. Yeah. So right. it's getting in touch with that repressed voice inside that's kind of always there. It never dies, but it's like yeah. you're pushing it down, like don't talk, don't say anything, don't feel this, whatever. And you're like, no, I'm letting it come out. That's mm-hmm. what that part is, which I love. I love, love, that, love, 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 love. 
So then we go into the flowers enter. Oh, I love that. Okay, I want to I, I say something really quick about this part just because I feel like this is the thing that I kept driving home. And I feel like we talked about this symbolism a lot. It's, it's so important. And just the contrast of like the beginning to the end was jarring. But I know for me at least, maybe you guys have uh, you know other points of view, but like I know I really wanted this whole section to be like, Two survivors, there's hope on the other side. It doesn't mean like we're all healed and perfect and everything's perfect. It's just Mm -hmm. like, I don't know. I just think that's so important to see someone who's in your situation and be like, just to have this hope, like it's not always going to be this way. There's something on the other side for you, like to keep going for and just keep like go through it because there's something waiting for you. Um, Yeah. And also with like the flowers growing in all of those dark mm, places, like I I really wanted us with this video to show like there's healing for you right where you are. Like you don't have to change to deserve healing. Mm, Like you can start healing right where you are right now in this dark place. And it's just like little things at a time until it's like suddenly the whole thing is covered in flowers. So that's like the story, the progression of the story basically. We're showing us there. Then we're showing like that point where we have this realization. We are deciding something in our minds. Like, I don't want to be like this. I don't want my life to be like this. Whatever it is, I want to say something. I want to do something. And then it's like the physical kind of manifestation of that is like the the flowers start to... Mm -hmm. And the the moss, whatever the heck is in there, <laughs> starts to like blossom, bloom, whatever. Yeah. It all comes out and it's in, it's right where you are because you don't change when you look different, are different, have all these different Being things. Different. Mm. It's this thing that it always comes like from, from within, from hope, I would say faith mm-hmm. in God. But it's like this hope that changes everything. And that's what the flowers are supposed to be showing. We were saying hope and healing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we kept saying it was hope, healing, and empowerment. That that's was our message. And I think, too, another another theme that we have is, like, we're kind of transitioning with the flowers growing and then into the end. It's, like, mm-hmm. a person going from victim to survivor. Yeah. Like, like yes, mm. this horrible thing may have happened to you. And it like hurt Mm, you, but you take your power back and you are now a survivor of that. You're Mm. living, you're healing, you're growing. Like it's it's giving you the power back as a survivor. Yeah. And I think we really like show that on my specific vignette, how like I say that part, I am a survivor. And when we were filming, it's like, I did a couple times until it's like, I kind of access like the anger of yes. it. Yes. And like, that's the shot that we end up using. I love that And one. then it's like, we use my setting as kind of the transition into the end part mm-hmm. where it's like, I wake up in like the field of flowers, but it's like, there's also still, it's like reminiscent of where it was before. It's not like yeah. everything's changed and yeah, like, well, right. the past is over, never happened. It's like, mm-hmm. there's still some of that symbolism yeah. there. But it's like the handprints are gone. Like you're not broken and damaged forever. You're not, mm-hmm. You don't have to live with this like black mark on you forever. Mm-hmm. And then also like wearing the white dress is to symbolize purity because no one can take what's under your skin. Like you're not mm-hmm. just damaged and broken now. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, it's like that hope and healing for the future. Even like the white dress, like future relationships, like marriage, mm-hmm. like you're not just like doomed in relationships Ooh, forever. Yes. Too. Yeah. Yeah, because I think a lot of times we expect ourselves to just, like, move on and we're, like, get confused because, like, why can't we just move on from things without, like, 
like and just get over it but it's really i think in life we move forward carrying the things that we've been through Mm, and they get easier over time but nothing changes the things that have happened to us but we can move forward with them instead Mm -hmm. of trying to like just like run away move on and pretend it never happened because it did happen but you got through it and you survived it or Mm -hmm. be like crushed under the weight of that being your new identity yeah Mm -hmm. so it's like you can accept this happened to me and it means these different things for me now, but it doesn't redefine who I am yeah. as a human and my worth as a human. That's yes. what I'm really trying to get across here. Yeah. Um, is there anything you wanted to go over, add, before we move into so the ending the part ending. from the like bridge area? From the bridge area. Um, Soft course, we kind of got into that too. Yeah. I think for one thing for me, at least symbolically, it was just the idea that like, very apparent in nature that like growth comes from decay like if a tree falls Mm. in the forest or whatever like mushrooms start growing on it and then like decomposes more and then like the flowers and moss and it all grows up and up so i think Mm, the like i I don't know the way that creation like naturally accepts destruction Mm. for growth Mm. i love it i love that also note that you foraged in the forest for many i was gonna say (laughs) we have to talk about (laughs) the fact that he was wait what was yeah foraging that was a big one he was just out um this is two different days he went into the front yard and ripped branches off the trees he was like it was dead it was dead it was like it was dead we gotta get this we need to put these up in the front we can really see them because some of them are fake but a lot of it's real it's like a mixture of fake and real is a gardener yeah. yeah. Just, nobody had allergies. A forest fairy. Oh, I she does. I did. Yeah. <laughs> Yours had the most real stuff. So I yeah, I was like sitting Oops. there, I was like, but it's fine. <laughs> we got through it. Yeah, that was funny. We move forward. Okay, so we get to the end. Whoa. Oh, I love the end. So the end is like redemption. Yeah. Well, Hope. we talk a lot Healing. about when we're trying to like get this concept about how this video is really about identity mm. and how like there's kind of three different um like pieces. pieces of that like the first one's kind of like other people trying to make you into something the second like second verse and all that's kind of like these negative identities that we give ourselves and then the ending i think we're trying to show like this is your real identity though like you are like beautiful as a person and you're not mm-hmm. like all of these things that you carry with you mm-hmm. yeah yes. we're trying to show joy Mm-hmm. freedom we had a few different connections like we're not alone anymore like we're with each other yeah mm. yeah connection you're not isolated anymore amy's was supposed to be um laying it down at the foot of the cross mm-hmm. surrender mm-hmm. oh and we had lilies to kind of like do shout a shout out, out to lily, lily. yeah Aww. i woke up like one morning i was like we have to have Duh. We have to have a shout out to Lisa in the video. Duh, duh, duh. Hello. And then I was like, oh, we need to do a lily. That's so like perfect because we have flowers in this video already. Yeah. And like at the, yours were at the cross, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. It was, With yeah, the it was, candles. Like, it worked perfectly. And then we have the Chad shout out too, which I thought was cool. And um, we have the close ups of like the Polaroids, which Lisa's in. So yeah, yeah if you see those Polaroids. Like, see her in it. Even though you can already that. hear her, but like see her We too, physically so. have her to face. Bring her there. Yeah. We have her face in it, which is cool. Um, so some different things in the end. The cape. <sighs> Cap has the free cape, which Ariel made. Was yeah. really it awesome. Was, <laughs> it was not that hard, but it was mentally very hard, is the problem. Mm, okay. Because as um people will say, I have a little bit of a perfection problem. Some might call it OCD. The OCD gods, they really try to get um, you with those things. And so trying to meticulously make it look perfect to me, 
and that the four words and hot gluing them took me almost five hours. Oh it's fake flowers on a piece of paper. And it took me it almost amazing. five hours. And then the cape came in like two days before, three days before. And I put it on to test it and immediately broke it. <laughs> so Catherine is, it's never pinned on her yeah. in the whole thing because I broke the front glass. But honestly, but it worked. The but best, it worked. Yeah. It was great. The best part of it was like holding it up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I feel like we don't even, so it worked it well. That's my favorite part. Yeah. Just like, just oh, and the one part. right before that, the flower Lauren's sheet. Flower oh, sheet. You guys yeah. think we just bought a flower sheet? No. 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 We did not. I tried. I looked. We bought like 34, 36 strands of flowers. A lot. And we had a twin or a queen sheet. And I sat <laughs> in the one of our studios and hot glued Every well, it started with every third flower was getting hot glued down. Then Lauren said, "It's not that deep." I was like, "Girl, well, no." Then she said, stop. "Do you have OCD?" <laughs> it was a question. I was curious. And, no, it was funny. I think it's funny. And so she, I just the rest of the time I went, "It's not that deep. It's not that deep. It's not that deep." And that I'm took me about okay. six hours to glue all of them down. And I traveled with it like it was my newborn, firstborn <laughs> child. So I was like, "If this breaks." I will cry. Like, <laughs> and now I it's in a box. So we got to put it beautiful. somewhere. It is beautiful. Oh, I love it. When I first saw the shot, I was like, oh, <gasps> and it was so I don't care. Oh, seen. and I have a burn about this big still a month later on the back of my leg because I touched the back of the hot glue gun <laughs> and thought it was glue. And once yeah. again, same thing happened to both of us. And with the, I was gonna say, I'm sensing it's some still injuries. this big. Oh yeah, I can give you an injury count if you want my injury count. I do know what happened. I tally. <laughs> oh, my oh my god! Workers comp. <laughs> yeah, I have 18 bruises. That will be one dollar per bruise. Ten dollars for the burn. The C-section part. I don't mm. really know who, how much, like how many people are going to get it, but. Um, Whose idea was that? It was such a brilliant idea. It wasn't even my idea. Was it? Not was the C-section. It wasn't. It wasn't it mine. Wasn't mine. Okay, it was not. It was I think God's it was idea. No, I think Maybe it was, was you, Ariel. I think, I think it, it was. was. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> you were like, should we do something with your C-section, whatever? Oh, oh yes. I love that. It was your idea. Oh, and um, so we have, so Ariel made that. It's like flowers with like the twine kind of stuff, yeah. right? Um, floral wire, fake flowers, and ribbon. And it's, I hold it like basically over where my C-section scar is for a second. I feel like a lot of people, you just don't really know what that is. I didn't know what a C-section scar looked like, or maybe even that it existed for a lot of my life. Like who, how would you know, right? Unless you've Mm -hmm. seen one, um, how would you know? So I held it there to just as a, you know, it's like a shout out, a shout out to my C-section. But um, I I just thought that was such, shout out to Arrow first of all for making it so beautiful. Love it. A beautiful representation. And shout out to all the C-section moms. But yeah, I just wanted to give a shout out to that because it's it's just representation, really. It's You don't see it. You don't and see enough about C-sections. It's a part of your story, too, as becoming a mother. Mm, and I yeah. think that since we showed the rest of your journey, that it was important to kind of like shout that out because that's yeah. where you started. And we yeah. put the thing, mm, you know, people that gave true. you the C-section in the video. <laughs> the one. The, the one. one. The one, Barrett. Barrett. And it, yeah, it was like, that's like the start of my postpartum <laughs> depression, honestly. It was a traumatic C-section. A life-saving Save mine and Barrett's life. Life saves, saving but traumatic emergency mm-hmm. C-section. That was wild. So got to give a shout out to that C-section that saved our lives. Thank mm, you. I thank love you. Love it. So I had to give that shout out to that. And then, of course, we have my children in the video at the end. Just a little shout out. Uh, cuties. Which is like being on the other side of postpartum depression and like connecting with them. Because it can be hard to connect with your child 
children, I don't know, um, when you have postpartum depression. I did not feel very connected with Barrett, and I didn't even realize how much I didn't until I had Tristan, because I actually didn't really have that problem with her, even though I still did have postpartum depression with her. But um, I did not feel very much connection. It was kind of concerning, but I knew that this could happen, so I wasn't too freaked out but i was also like uh, i don't feel that connection that it seems like all these moms talk about like i'm in love with this newborn bubble whatever i was like uh, i don't exactly feel like that but then when it came later i'm like okay i see i see so that was cool to have that um actually have them in the video my mom brought them down so that was awesome um we had the pool amy's favorite part <laughs> listen I don't know what to Guys, say. I am always ready before them. So I walked up to this pool first, <laughs> and there was millions, oh. of millions corpses of oh. bugs. Oh. She's oh. not exaggerating. I picked up the mm. pool net thing and was like <laughs> vigorously <laughs> trying to get them out. And then Christina took over for me. Like I can't do this. We tried to get as many out before we jumped in as we could, but there was oh. still there was so bugs. many bugs. Also, it was really cold. Like, yes. I think Christina was like, oh, I felt it. It's not that bad. But I feel like it's always warmer on the surface <laughs> than it yeah. is in the water. Yes. I remember and I was just like, like, okay, mind over matter. Warm outside, mind but it wasn't like matter. cold. It, it was like, awful. yeah, I want to say it was like high 50s to low 60s. Maybe I mean, I was in mid short. 60s, I think. But it but, felt, yeah. but the sun was down. And it had been it cold, cold for the weeks prior. So yeah. the pool didn't water heat up. water was very cold. And heating uh, it was not exactly an option. So we were just like, okay. I was so I was like, I'm not sure I'm going to be jumping into this pool as I'm standing there. I'm like, <laughs> he's like, I'm not do doing it. it. I can't do I'm it. I gotta say, it. for a second, I was like, is everyone gonna jump in? And then somehow, we're gonna be like, psych. And no, then I ended up being like, I can't, I'm physically not able to jump. Somehow my body just went, <laughs> what? I literally was like, I don't think I can actually jump. And then my body just flew me off. <laughs> my goodness. Was I was intense. so confused because we were like, okay, we're gonna do this thing. We're gonna jump in the pool. It's like this triumphant moment. And it, I feel like it was, it looks good. Yeah, we're all like jumping up. And then I was thinking, okay, so we did the shot. We're getting out of the pool. So I went over to get out. And then I'm like, yeah, Christina and Lauren are like doing acrobatics. For a while. I'm like, what, what's happening? I'm getting out of this pool. I gotta go. <laughs> I was so confused. I was like, why are we staying in the pool? Because I was like, the we're joy. in the pool yeah. already. So why don't we see if there's anything no we No one told me, all right, we're gonna jump well, in. we're in the pool. And then we're gonna just hang out in the bugs. I think it just <laughs> happened as it happened. <laughs> Do you have any commentary on the pool? Yeah, I felt bad. It wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad. It really wasn't. No, because we've jumped in the pool for a this of like times fundraiser now. thing we did um, in de- December. December, and that that was bad. I felt like I was actually gonna, uh, gonna die. I actually, did this one. So th- this one is not bad. And you had to do it for Coastal. Just the same two. You. Oh, that wasn't not bad either. That was but, heated. Oh right. That wasn't. Bad. And, and there were bugs summer. too. Oh, my oh, I remember gosh, fishing all the spiders out of that pool. Big spiders. I remember fishing them They out. were so big. They were like... That was, was my like job. In the pool with horrible. them. Horrible. That okay, was anyway, this is not this video. Not the point. That was funny. Um, I don't know. Anything else pool? We were chasing the sun. Yeah. Time crunch. That was For scary, that was whole fun. day. So, Christina, Lauren, and all of the outside stuff was filmed in one day. And so, we had to start at the crack of dawn so we could film everything and have enough time and still have the sun for them to jump in the pool. Yeah. Because we couldn't film that earlier and then go film outside. We mm-hmm. had to film that last. Yeah. Which made me a little stressed all day, but it 
was it, it, we were perfectly timed somehow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And at the end of it, the pool part was actually fun. No, it was Yeah, not. we know it was fun. It was for actually you. fun. Christina for sure. Christina okay. was like doing no flips, agree to jumping disagree. off the wall. Because <laughs> you adjust and then it was fun. Okay. I thought it was on. thrilling. It was cute. It was really fun. Is okay. there any yeah. like symbolism with the pool or anything? I what was I wasn't there when the pool was accepted. New life. Wait, did we think of that before we thought of where we were shooting, or did we no, we were no, shooting you, and think of We that. did want a pool. Yeah, I think originally in my mind, perfect. I was going to have you guys jump in like a lake or a pond. I don't think anyone would have done that. But <laughs> or it depends <laughs> on the lake or the pond. Like, that like, might have ruined you know. my clothing though. Yeah, well, that's like a stressful <laughs> thing See, shooting the pool in general is it's like there's no lake. second take. Yeah. Like, yeah. If I'm misfocused or I'm in like the, a place where I don't like yes. the frame, like that was magically blow dry everyone's clothes in five seconds. So. Yeah, yeah, that is true. That's I was a little scared come pool time. Thank goodness. I think though we want to do the pool because I feel like there's something so like alive yeah. about like coming out of the water. I mean, when you're a baby yeah. in the womb, you're in <sighs> water. water. Like I, I just it. feel like something about being in water just captures like the human essence. It does. Also, love it. I love the shot of Christina pull someone pull was that Lauren mm-hmm. pulling her out? As yeah, if I could I do that. Really, I feel like that was very symbolic. <laughs> it was like she's yeah, reaching out. that was cute. Yeah, that was cool. Sister oh, that shot. Okay. Usually I'm all for jumping into the pool with um, my clothing and everything, but that was not the day. I, I do in mentally. summer. I like it in summer. <laughs> and then <laughs> in a clean pool. The very end. Let's go to the very end of the vid. What is Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So I love, I didn't know this was going to be the end of the vid until he chose to be the end, the um, band-aids oh, with the flowers that is, oh, being the very end. Oh, that just. It was a nice surprise. That just got me. I love, I that. love it so much. So we mentioned self-harm in the second verse. So I really wanted there to be some kind of representation, representation, something about it in the video. So as they know, I mentioned this like 10,000 times. We have to the band-aids. We can't not do the band-aids. That was um, an ins- inspired by a picture you had found, right? Mm-hmm. It was like, this is so good. This is such a beautiful um, visual. Yeah, it's so amazing. And especially like in our career, um, since you're worth it, I would say we have, I was talking about this the other day. Yeah. We've just had so many, um, just thousands of young girls message us about self harm specifically and say, I've never told anyone this or come to our concert and be like, this is the first time I'm wearing a short sleeve shirt. Like these incredibly powerful, painful, just incredible experiences, things they've been, messages we receive, whatever, all that different stuff. So that, like self-harm in general, it just really hits me really hard. I think we talk about this in the other video, but um, I put that part in the song about self-harm. It's just something that, yeah, it just really hits me really hard. And I mean, I, I even talk about that a lot of times in the You're Worth It speech. I'm thinking, actually, I don't know if I say it, I'm thinking of that when mm-hmm. I do the You're Worth It speech in concert. That's one thing I'm thinking of. So it's become like a big part of, for our song, You're Worth It as well, in concert when we do it. Um, we say, um, your You're Worth It. Your scars will never hold you back. So a lot of people, um, I think when Lisa wrote that, she was thinking of like emotional scars probably, but then it turned into like um, a lot of people using that to mean like their physical scars, mm-hmm. which was really, um, I didn't see that coming, but that became like a big part of our um, concert experience for You're Worth It. So that just meant a lot to me to have that in the video and to have it as like the last thing that you see. Oh, it's just so, 
It really hit. Powerful. So really I just want to point that out. I think that's just one that if you know, you know, you'll see it and you'll know, just like the C-section one, another scar yeah. one. So it's like, mm-hmm. if you know, you know, if you don't, you won't. Okay. Um, but yeah, that was, that was really important to me. So I'm really happy we have it. And that was, that was me. Ariel's arm. Your arm and hands really had a star. They really did star. I made a joke the other day. I was like, wow, my hands are the star of the intro of the whole video. (laughs) And I guess the close-up too. Yeah. It's really cool. And that's that's another thing to mention. Like the beginning we have the hands and the end we have the hands was like a purposeful thing. Oh, mm-hmm. and the flowers the passing off too with the hands at the end. With the syringe in the beginning. The beginning. I love that. Yeah, we're showing like the hands basically kind of like... um A character that also comes Yeah, full it's like a negative a pressure doing harm type of thing because it's like the, the pressure to change like we talked about in the beginning. But in the end, it's like healing and hope. Empowerment, mm-hmm. the three that. things we're trying mm-hmm. to get across. I love this. Wow. <laughs> what a day. That was a lot. And what we're not even deal. done with this episode, but we're almost <laughs> Okay. Well, that was great. <laughs> so <laughs> let's go to the next section. <laughs> that was the video explained. And honestly, there's probably more stuff. There's so much I bet more. you so thought of a million more. things. Oh, yeah. And you'll probably be like, I thought of this and I thought of that. Thought William, of this. let's do our own episode. The two of us take <laughs> over the channel and we just go through everything. You think you have more to say than me? Because I, I was a ghost for two weeks while nobody I was- Nobody no, has no, more you to say. You were a ghost. I wasn't a ghost, but I was- No, I was like a ghost. It's like a little phantom <laughs> visit saying. when you like a little 10 minute phone call. I was working on- I don't know, Other I was working things. on another project. Yeah. And I was out of town right before this. So that was fun. But we could literally do a whole second episode on this, I think. Yeah. Okay, well, maybe well, we'll won't get more it. on this. We'll see. Who knows? Who could know? Okay, so Who let's go to our five perspectives. So now it's our six perspectives. Woo! Although it's been our four. So we're going to do our six perspectives today, where we all give our perspective on a topic, question, whatever. And this is, what is your favorite lyric in the song, Skin? Which I don't know, because I picked three. Just pick one. Mine is "You are more than what's under your clothes." I was gonna mm-hmm. RT that. which I wrote that. So. Yeah, I agree. You one. did? Yep. I didn't even know that. That's a good RT one. fave that one. I did not. I thought it might be too like of edgy. Of course you did. And then you guys would veto it. Of course. Okay. Lauren <laughs> always writes lyrics that are shockingly dark or edgy to me. They're not in a bad way, but they're just <laughs> shocking. Like I always think, like, oh, I, I can never say something that dark or edgy. Well, I I always that's what you're gonna say. I feel like it's just very factual. It's like, well, yeah, yeah. I like. No, it's your great. Clothes, your body. <laughs> well, that, that one's not shockingly dark or edgy. It's just very Lauren because she likes to like go there with her lyrics, which she I does. love. But it's just shocking. I don't know if you'd expect that from Lauren. Wow. Like, wow. like, well, what like, kills me is the same. It's like yeah, kills the night ni- freaking <gasps> knife. The knives. Yeah, I'm like, knife. are we One really knife. doing that? Yeah. Fall onto your knife, she says. Okay, is that not shockingly dark and edgy? Yes, it is, I think. It is. I would not write <laughs> fall onto someone's knife, but I love, no, it's love great. that lyric. <gasps> but I would never think of that. Just going for the drama. You know? Yeah, I love drama. it. I, wow, I should have known that was you. Okay, so anyway, who else has a fave lyric? I RT'd hers. <laughs> okay, RT. <laughs> I've been thinking about this since we wrote this episode yesterday. <sighs> and I... Don't fully know, but the one I'm going to go with is "You are more than hurt." You are oh, seen I and love known. That. Oh, that's I really like that sweet. Because every time I hear it when I'm watching the video, it punches me in my gut. Oh. So I, I feel it. like that means it's my favorite. I love yeah. it. I love that. I love it. Um, I don't know if it's just the lyric. It's just in the song. Every time this part comes on, I get kind of like a a, a 
a choke a in my throat. A chill, yeah, that too. But more like, I feel like I'm going to cry in a good way. Um, it's just in the very end of the song when I say, they'll never take what's under your skin. Um, and then Lisa, I think, says, are you? You, you. Me. Yeah. They'll yeah. never break what's under oh, your skin. Yeah, I don't know, those two, it's yeah. just like, they'll never yeah. take See, yeah, how am I supposed to pick? I don't have a favorite. <laughs> okay. Um, just recite the whole song. Okay, I'll just say the biggest choke that I get <laughs> is in the pre, obviously, second pre, when it goes... If I'm already broken and everyone knows oh, it, yeah. then why should I be alive? And then it goes, cuz yes. oh. you are more oh, than skin. Cuz really That's comes my second through. Did you come up with for the sure. Yeah, I was like, oh, we have I to say that. cuz. I love the cuz. Oh, yeah. So that's, that. that gives it me the biggest choke, obviously. I love it. Yeah. What about okay. you? Will I do a half lyric? Yes. Okay. Okay. I mean, I can, I'll say the full lyric, but I think okay. specifically your pain's inconvenient. Oh! And then he didn't. Because I think anyone who's gone through also, that was me. anything traumatic, <laughs> like physically or emotionally, has felt the guilt of like, yep. either like, oh, I'm not producing enough, like I'm not getting enough done because of my pain, mm. or like, you know, I'm a burden on the people around me. So, mm. yeah. yep. That's really sad. It's a really good one for a depression too, because even though in that one we're talking specifically about essay, which we'll talk about this in the in the episode but yeah it's really good for depression it's like your pain's a convenience you're just like oh i don't have any pain that's definitely what i that's my depression Mm. thing i'm like i'm good i'm great doing so well (laughs) actually i think i don't even know that i'm not doing well is the thing so Mm. i'm not lying actually i'm like i feel so good all right well done with the trauma sharing let's go (laughs) sister spotlight (laughs) we put the spotlight on a different sister each week (laughs) <laughs> get real with Christina sappy or sassy thoughts with Kath Lisa's corner Amy's current crisis or Lauren's take and this week Boy, the, the sister is <laughs> ding Amy's current hey crisis so I don't have a story today I have a list yes. that I will roll off the top of my head which is a list of things that I hate about being an adult. Oh, my <laughs> God. And by adult, I mean fully self-sufficient in society. Nobody's mm. paying my bills besides me and Love my it. bank account. Anyway, <laughs> so here's the list. Buckle in, everyone. <laughs> We're going to start off with one. Bills. Oh, I hate them. I remember when I first started getting bills at 20, I was like, crying every single time I opened the envelope. <laughs> <laughs> I hated it. Oh, yeah. Number two, don't setting you up do utilities. I did the yes. Yeah, I she did cry the other day. But that was an enormous bill. Okay. It was worthy okay, of tears. That's fair, that's fair. If they're in the four digits, it's worthy of tears, guys. Yes. Yeah. Number two, setting up utilities. <laughs> hate it. Oh, another thing so that I hate. <laughs> official paperwork. Oh, <laughs> nothing scares me more. I don't know why, but it's so like when it comes scary. with a seal on it. Any kind stamp. of like thing that I have to fill out that's like official for like the government or some sort of thing. It's so scary. I hate it. Oh, insurance of any kind. I hate it. I hate it. We don't even need to go in because you already know. Um, oh, calling places to figure out what you need to do to get something fixed or blah, 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 blah. Mm. All the millions of things you need to do as an adult. Blech, hate it. Oh, <laughs> number one hate is taxes. Oh, <laughs> I, hate I hate them. That. No <laughs> offense to the government. Yada, yada, yada. Caesar, whatever. Give him one, blah, blah, blah. But I hate what? it. They're so disturbing and stressful and sad. 
<laughs> I hate it. Oh, what was the other thing? Oh, anything related to the doctor? Not that I, not, not that I can't, I do it all, blah, 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 blah. But anything related to figuring out stuff about the doctor and then paying for it? Oh, mm. hate it. Absolute hate. Oh, did I say grocery shopping? Because that's up there. <laughs> and meal planning for myself. I'm so bored. I'm so bored. I'm like, I can have stir fry every week for so long. I don't know. Um, no one's there to make me food. <laughs> I have true. to be there to make my own so food. So true. Where is the justice in that? Um, and I can probably me. think of a lot more, but yeah. You basically hate everything about being mm. a <laughs> Yeah. More just the difficult, just the things that you have to do to be self-sufficient. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. You're doing a great job. Love it. Yeah, Thank you. you are. Thank you. Um, no, <laughs> investments too. Those are scary. Everything is scary. Anyway, <laughs> running your own financial life, scary. I don't know how to do it. Anyway, um, but that's why we have Alex. Uh, yeah. So um, this list is going to get really long. So I'm just going to end it here. And know that if you hate those things too, we hate them together. Love it. Mm-hmm. Love it. Love so it. So you're not alone. Yeah. Great, great, love it. Great, 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 great. Okay. Well, well thank you for that. Say. I love that list. Love it. That was funny. It's great. <laughs> thank you. All right. Thank you guys for supporting us. You guys are the best. We appreciate you so much. And I want to give one more shout out to Ariel and William. Thank you guys so much. Hey, thank you guys. For being on the episode today. Thank and you for having for me. all your hard work in the video. It was so great to have our team all be all of us together had so much like passion and intention and it wasn't we've done videos with different people and it's like you don't always have everyone on your team like genuinely like really caring about the message and everything so it was really cool that you could just tell they put so much passion and effort into this project and i think that's a that's a huge reason why it turned out so amazing so thank you guys and thank you guys and can't wait to read your comments on this episode i'm I'm so excited what you guys gonna say and we'll see you guys in the next episode Bye. Bye. You've been listening to the Cimarelli podcast. Follow Cimarelli on Spotify and subscribe on YouTube. You can also find Cimarelli on Facebook and Instagram.